on, on, on gay, gay, gay presents conversations with a legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. And welcome everybody back to another exciting edition of Up on Game presents conversations with a legend. And we do continue the party. The party is continuing on. We got my man, Big Play, Tory Hope in the building. What it do? What up? What up, man? How are you, bro? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. Obviously, Tory Holt is is a tremendous receiver. He played at uh, NC State, played for the greatest show on turf with the St. Louis Rams. Should be in the Hall of Fame. It's taking a little while too too long, but let's hope we get there soon and get that done, knocked out. Uh, tremendous career, but but conversations with a legend for me is the opportunity to talk to the greats of the game, um, where we're at in 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 society and and culture and life. We're not fans anymore, and and we don't we don't. We don't look back on our pioneers. We don't look back on the history of what dudes have done. So I, I created this series not only to educate people on who you guys are and who we are and what our voices sound like and what we've been through, but ultimately to also inspire and motivate guys and challenge them to take a look at themselves in terms of 20 years from now, 15 yeah. years from now, what that yeah. looks like. And anytime we can get a guy that, that that has, which it's been so many great, great personalities and guys that have come on. Um, but to get you on, Tory Holt being someone that, that's my era. Like you're, you're a little bit older than me, but, but not so much older where it was yeah, like, okay, I'm inspired what I saw him do in college. Here I come in college. Now I'm inspired by what he's doing in the pros. Here I come to the pros and and we had time together and at the pro level what what is Tory Holt up to these days i know you got a uh, a nonprofit with Terrence your brother um but what are you guys yeah. is that the main thing you guys are up to business wise philanthropic what what's Tory Holt up to these days well for one man uh i'm thankful to be here and blessed to have my health to be able to do um, what I'm about to reel off to you that we're that we're involved in, okay, LeBron, all right, for sure. Um, and you mentioned, um, you know, platform and, and and having the platform of the National Football League, college sports, and Pop One and all that. Man, it certainly got me to this point where I am now. So, mm-hmm. um, but we are Hope Brothers is into you mentioned the the philanthropy piece, Hope Brothers Foundation that supports young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. Mm. Uh, we lost our mom to cancer in 1996 to lymphoma. Uh, so we vowed to do something in honor of her name. And we've done that now. We've been servicing the community for 21 years, yo. Awesome. Um, last year, we celebrated our 20th. So excited. Thank you. Yeah, excited to be doing that and helping young kids and educating parents and families and kids about cancer and better ways to cope with it and deal with it and be better from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really excited about that. Hope Brothers Foundation, uh, for sure. My brother and I, Terrence. Uh, we also um, have Hope Brothers Construction, where we're in the where we're helping um, build the infrastructure that's happening here in, okay. in North Carolina. Man, it's, uh, it's it's robust right now in, in construction and development, and we are thankful and fortunate to be in that space. Uh, we've been doing that now for ten years, and uh, it's a uh, a challenging business, challenging 
uh, space to be in. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, I, I thought playing in the National Football League, you had to have some some balls and some toughness and some yes. grit and, and a work ethic. Uh, running your own company and companies is uh, is just as challenging. And those experiences that I got from sport and being on teams, and you mentioned you and I playing it, we played against each other. We was on the Pro Bowl together. You, yes, know, what it's like, you know what it's like to be in a team environment and everybody, um, you know, handling their responsibilities. You learn that, certainly learn that in business. Uh, I'm also a, uh, a coordinator in the Southeast region for the NFL Legends community, mm-hmm. which uh, gives me and my brothers an opportunity to serve other brothers like yourself and others, as well mm-hmm. as our current players, know, let them know that they have a place beyond the game once they retire um, and that they can transition off of the field and be just as good as they were on the field. Um, LeVar, you know, when we transition off, we need help and support mm-hmm. from others. Um, so our NFL Brotherhood, our Legends community provides that for our uh, former and current players. So I'm happy to be, ex- be to be serving in that role and, again, serving serving our brothers. Um, and then I also I work with uh, SiriusXM, talking talking football, man. Nice. And, you know, that's that's been cool. And uh, myself and Kirk Morrison, we have a show every, every Okay, week. yeah, Big Kirk. Yeah, Big Kirk. Kirk doesn't have LB, LB world, you did? Yeah, LB. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I saw the yeah. smile on your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But now Kirk's fantastic. So doing some radio. So yeah, so those are the, those are a few of the things that I'm that I'm doing now, man. And then, you know, and, and I'm a father, too. So, you know, that's nonstop. As you know, man, that's every single day. So I'm a father, my husband, I'm a brother, a friend, and, you know, and all those good things. So that's what Tori holds up to nowadays. All right. I love that. So as as we talk, people will see you use your hands, all right? Yeah. And you'd never drop the ball. <laughs> that's right. And we're going to touch into the, the – we're going to touch into this because – I got mine, right? I, uh, I got I got the pinky, right? I yeah, got it. Yeah, you know, I yeah. got both of them. That they, they they out of there, right? Give me the best story connected to how your fingers got to where they are, right? Is it just pure, just the way you was grabbing and squeezing the ball? Is there that was you stubbing it? Like were you spraining them? How did you <laughs> get to the point of where yours? Is turning like doing tricks the way that they doing on your hands, player. Right. If you go back, if I go back to the history of my hand, it started in college. All right. I probably dislocated every one of my fingers when I was in college at least twice, two or three times, maybe. Man. Um, the, the reputation, my, my health report when I was coming out of school, LeVar, you know how strenuous that health report is. Yes. Combines was, hey, this guy has bad fingers. And, Folks were oh, not understanding how I was catching the football because of my my, my hands were were so uh, um just they just susceptible to location yeah. Yeah. yeah you know just, yeah. that's just, that's one of the knocks it was one of the knocks on my on my health history um, but what I used to do to combat that is I used to use the putty a lot and I still have my putty now that I use I did fingertip push ups a lot I caught the ball a lot to get my hands used to the the, the, the velocity of a ball, catching the ball out of a jug machine or trying to, or catching John Elway or Dan Marino or Kurt Warner or Brett right. Favre's balls. Sure. Or even Mike, even Mike Vick, you got to have some strong ass hands. Yeah. So, uh, so I did all of those things to try to strengthen my hands so I could, so I could uh, sustain and play. But how it started this hand here, man, 2005, we played Pittsburgh still in five, 2005 was six. Remember being a Thursday night game. Riled up in St. Louis. I mean, it was charged up in St. Louis. I'm sure. And Marshall was running like 28, 29 toss or whatever. Something easy, 29 toss. And 
Here I am on the perimeter blocking, start blocking. I got him too, LaVar. I got him right where I need him. Marshall's going to make a cut uh-huh. off, of, off of how I have him positioned block. And he went to get away. Deshaun Townsend went to get away. And my finger got caught got in caught. the jersey. Got caught in the jersey, yo. And um, and it, it popped out. I popped it back in, ran up to the sideline, taped it back up, went back out and played. So I just kept playing with the injury. And then over time, in practice, it would pop out, pop it back in. And then the ligaments just started to tear. Stretching out. Yeah. Stretching out. So now I have no ligaments. And now it's a natural curve to my left, yeah. which is uh, which is something that I have to deal with. It's still functional. Right, right. It's just, it's just, it's just stretched out. It's just stressed out. It's, it's just stressed out. Came from the game, yo. So that's how that's happened. That's that's Cash the story behind the hand. All right. Now here's now here's the next question. If you had to have that finger ten times out of ten times to have the career that you did, are you taking the finger or do you want the straight finger? No, I'm taking the finger. That's what it I'm is. Taking, I'm taking the finger. That's what people say. I'm well, taking can't, the finger. I'm taking the finger, yo. That's that yeah. was for one. That was the that was kind of you know the the era in which we I was ushered into the national indeed. Ball. You know, cats play, yo. You know, we watched Jack Youngblood and them play with broke legs. Ronnie Lott and them cut fingers off. What? Indeed. That's what you, you know, you, you play the game. You, we tough boys, right? Yeah. With apples. You know, we, uh, we yeah. play group pain. I want, so, all right. So, so I don't like talking sports too much, but let's, let's, let's take it there. Today's, today's NFL, what type of success would Tory Holt be able to have? And is it, fear in some regards to to basically say it's hard to compare a a receiver or a certain type of uh, position especially receiver to to receivers from your era or before you know in terms of the amount of success that they're enjoying the amount of you know publicity and 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 just exposure i mean You'd have to assume that that was born from from you, you know, from you guys. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I I appreciate the way the, the, our game and what it is now. I mean, this this is the rules and the laws and the way it is for these guys. This is what they're coming up under, um, and they're making the most of it. Social with all, especially with all the social media and uh, the content and everything that's being created daily. I mean, this is what these guys are into. Their opportunities are far grander than what it was when I first came into the National Football League. Mm-hmm. But the game is still football. It's still football. So I would have been able to play in this era. I would have been able to play in our era. I would have been yeah. able to play in Jim Brown's um, era. I would, yeah. have been, I would have been able to play in any era of football for, for the simple fact is I love the game and I had mm-hmm. the skill sets to play the game mm-hmm. and the mindset and the heart and the toughness to do it. Um, and that's part of that's just part of sports. Change is part of sports. Yeah. And um, and I think our young men, if you look at our receivers, like Devontae Adams, for instance, I think he could play in any era. Cooper uh-huh. Cup, I think he can play in any era. I mean, there's a number of wide receivers, linebackers, centers, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. et cetera, uh, that's playing nowadays, though the rules are different, looser, uh, favorable for offense. I still think some of those guys can play in any era of football. Now, you ask the question, how would I do in this era? Mm-hmm. I would eat LeVar. Yeah. Just as I did in the era in which I played, and I would eat even more. I think in this in this era because they can't touch y'all that much no more. Me. You yeah. Can't touch me, yeah. So and they had to now, deal with that anyway, right? right. You got to deal with that anyway, right? right? Now you're giving me free access to you. You're giving me free access yeah. to you, and you squared on one on one. I got any break that I want. 
I got to go. And LaVar, you hell of an athlete, great yeah. player. But I got to go with me and winning that. In, in, this, in this era, I couldn't. I got to get my hands on you. It's, at least, man, look, when I when we was playing against the Patriots, yo, and guys oh, like yourself, man. too. Yeah. Willie McGinnis and them would maul you. We got to mush you down. Up to the ground. Yeah, got to. <laughs> got to. And that's how you play cover, too. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, you made sure you mushed that inside, that slot closer to the one i want him close to the one i want yeah. my safety to be able to get to both of y'all not have okay. to you know go Correct. spread out so Correct. but you can't even touch guys anymore you know so that's a lot of strain that is a lot of stress and strain on yes defense. yes uh, linebackers corners safeties alike so no i would i would have had i would have certainly would have had a very productive career in this uh, era of football all right so and and I keep I continue I'll continue to reference the greatest show on turf because it's one of the most distinguished uh groups and 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 nicknames for a group of guys a unit in the history of the game. Yeah. And and just to know like okay you say Tory Holt, you say Marshall Falk, you say Kurt Warner, you you say Isaac Bruce and everybody's like, yep, I got that. I got that. But because it was the greatest show on turf, people knew it, it extended to Ricky Prohl. It, it, it extended to Oz Akeem. Like, it extended to guys that was it was beyond just the, the, the core group that formed the Voltron, so to speak. Right, right. I talk about branding and NIL and where that's at now. And and I talk to young kids all the time. I talk to college guys, even pro guys, knowing that you guys were able to brand yourselves, like running down the field, like all this stuff that cheetah doing all that stuff. (laughs) Y'all was doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all was slapping high fives going down the field. Y'all were, y'all were doing things that was so track and field mind blowing on the football field, like they talk about what Kansas City was doing in, in the last couple of years. And the, the the team we always come back to is the greatest show on turf. If you had social media, if you mm. had what was going on right now, if you had NIL rights, how would y'all be handling? How would Tory Holt handle his business as it applied to his name, image, and likeness? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would hold it, you know, I would hold it, you know, sacred and hold it and protect it as best I can, um, to capitalize as much as I can, mm-hmm. uh, um, Levar certainly. Um, and then when you're doing it with a group of brothers, you know, that's certainly got to be conversation because everybody wants to win, everybody wants their their part, and I think mm-hmm. it's enough to go around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that lucrative now in in, in social media, just business period, and then having that brand of a name and that grand of a name. Um, that's just going to be, and it is now. I mean, it's just plethora it's of opportunities. Yeah. yeah, it's just plethora of opportunities um, to maximize, uh, you know, your your earning power. So um, that's how I would I would handle it. Uh, I would make sure that I have a a, uh, and I, and I and I do this now. Try to make sure that I have a really good team around me that's um, that's giving me the proper information that I need to make when I go out and make business business uh, business deals on behalf of my brand on behalf of the name. Uh, certainly. Um, but yeah, man. And, and then I would also be, um, I, I wouldn't be in such a rush to do business with everybody because I don't have yeah. to, 
Because okay? <laughs> you don't have to. I don't have to, right? Indeed. So, so I would, I would certainly uh, pick and choose who I want to do business with, and do business with folks that want to do business with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's the way I try to handle myself now. And certainly, if we had this greatest show on turf, uh, business or or, or or catalog or merchandise or whatnot, that's how we would be. That's how I would encourage us to handle it if that was the case. Right. Well, I sure hope y'all do it. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Sure yeah. No, you give me, you give me something to think about. You give me yeah. something to think about. I yo. sure hope y'all do it. Uh, let me ask you this: so, knowing how high profile you were, I mean, I can't even imagine. We didn't win at all when I was in the league. And it was still like crazy, crazy attention and being popular. I can't even imagine what that was like for you guys. Um, do you have a story of any kind that that connects? Like, just I know you come from a small town. Yeah. What What was it? What was it like? Was there a moment in time that that led you to the places? that you saw when you became a St. Louis Ram? Was there a moment that defined, like, I'm Tory Holt, I'm big play Holt. Like, <laughs> this is this is my life, this is what it's going to be, and this is how I'm going to get it, and this is why I'm going to get it. Do you have a defined moment? Do you have a vivid memory of, of just a, a mindset or an epiphany, a, an illuminating moment of sort that took place for you? Yeah, I would say, man, it, it, it happened for me when I really got the confidence that I could really explode in the National Football League. And then whatever opportunities off of that would be in the palm of my hand it was probably my last game of the season. We was playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, we didn't win this game, but it was a game where Kirk played and he had so he had uh, so many records that he could break and he broke. Mm-hmm. Marshall had records that game that they could break, they broke, he broke. I think Isaac had something that he could break that game, he broke. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Everybody was eating. Everybody was eating. So they do their thing, and by the third quarter, because we had already had playoffs and stuff locked up, by third third quarter or so, they were on the sideline. Well, it was my time then. I was six overall, drafted six overall. Typically, when you draft a six overall, you go to a squad, you are the guy. You are the guy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wasn't the guy. I was the guy, but I wasn't the guy. You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, I so remember. I was, six, so I was drafted, pick, drafted six overall. Those guys, those future Hall of Famers was on the sideline. It was my time. Yeah. And me and Joe Jermaine, we cooked. Ooh. We didn't win, but every series that we were on the field, I think I ended that game like nine catches, 100 plus, 30-something plus our yards, two touchdowns, something crazy. I was balling. Uh, right then, I said. I got this. I got this. Because if I can play like this with those three on the sideline, and then when those three come back onto the field, they're going to have problems. Teams are going to have problems. So, for me, that's when – it dawned on me that I had that I had the potential to take this thing to a whole nother level. And from that point on, went into the playoffs, had great playoffs, good Super Bowl run, ended up setting the Super Bowl rookie record ever in the history of the game. 
Um, and I think it may still stand today. Um, from that point on, LeVar, my, my career just really, really took off. Yeah. That's dope, man. Let, so, and coming up, because the uniqueness of your situation is, is that you had a sibling that was, was accomplishing at, at a high level as well. What was, what was that like coming up with someone who had the same type of talent and ability to, to make it to the college level, to make it to the pro level? What, what was, what was that like? I mean, what was the mindset of, you know, how did you guys treat it? How'd you treat each other in that, in that, you know, situation? It was awesome, yo. And we treated each other with respect and, um, and, uh, and love because we were brothers and my mom, my mom and dad didn't have it any other way. So we, we couldn't, we could, we, we could fight against, we could fight each other, but it couldn't go too far. Sure. Our mom nipped that in the bud right away. So, Mm -hmm. and then, there was also the talks of respected and cheering one another on as they're succeeding. Who was more, who was more successful early on between my brother and I? Yeah. Um, I was, I, I I kind of, I I set the tone. I set the tempo for, well, not, not really. I, my uncles really set the tempo for, and my aunties too, really set the tempo for what athleticism was and the, the pinnacle of athleticism was in our family. Terrence and I came along, as well as my sister, who's a chili. Ter- Terrence, Terrence would be like, uh, like at least five years or so before. He's four, you. Years, he's four, four years younger. Yeah, than right. Me. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, he's yeah. four years younger than I. Yeah, so. Right. So. So. He, so I set the tone, and he saw what it took and how it was supposed to be done, along with his skills and his competitive nature and yeah. the toughness that he brought to the sport. So no, we. Uh, we cheered each other on, man. We competed against each other. We fought each other, but it didn't go no further than that. We cheered each other on more so than we fought each other. But that was how we was raised. And even till still to this day, he and I being business partners, mm-hmm. um, it's I wouldn't I wouldn't have I, he's such a great business partner. He's taught me so much. He's younger That's than me. Awesome. He's younger than yeah. I am, but he's right. taught me so much about being a businessman, just as I taught him how to be uh be good in athletics. I always talk about how if I asked you what would you do knowing how money would change things once you made money? What advice would you give yourself now? I would say, and asking you that, how did that apply to you and your brother? Like y'all both went to the league. So it's like double the, I'm sure, I'm sure double the, can you help? I need help. Or this is the next best thing. You just mentioned not doing business with everybody. I mean, it the intensity of it has to be way more than just just a singular. You know, I'm the singular one that made it to the league. It was like y'all both made it in. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, and you know, it comes with its challenges, but uh, and how we dealt with it, particularly pertaining to family, we did both. We did both. We gave and we didn't give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and still to this day, I give and sometimes I don't give. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know how to say no. And I learned how to a, do that very it's early. It's a big word. I had, I, I will say, I had good mentors, good advisors, folks that was helping me. The university was really good about assisting me in life out after college and what it would nice. take to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to be a pro. Uh, Kevin Warren, who's now the commissioner of, uh, of uh, Pac Pac Ten, am I? Is mm-hmm. that right? Pac Twelve. Uh, Pac Twelve. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, commissioner good. was was our player development guy when we first came into the National Football League. So he taught us things about etiquette, finances, and whatnot. So I had the proper tutelage that I needed 
to be able to have the confidence, LeVar, yeah. to say no mm-hmm. to the people that you love, the people that helped you along the way. Because my thing was, if I keep giving you 20, 30, 40 years, we, we, you and I, we ain't going to have nothing. We're going to both be broke. We're both going to be broke. Right. It'll be no good to either one of us. Yes. So, so respect that mind frame, respect my, my thoughts around that. And fortunately, my family did. And my family, too, was they all were hardworking people. They got okay. out. They never... They worked. They never missed a day of work. They, they got out of work. So it wasn't people that was just sitting around looking with their hand out. Yeah, right. with their hand out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was times where you had to help a family member, and I did that. There was times where a family member wanted to help, and I did not do that. So mm-hmm. I learned how to do both. I learned the balance of both, and it's helped me still. I'm 45 years old, and it's it's helped me up to this point still. I can re- I can recall on, on my hands how many arguments that I've had with my family members over some money. I uh-huh. just didn't allow it to get there. I know that's right. Proudest moment. And it doesn't have to be sports related. Just my kids. what is your your kids? My kids. Um okay. I have three. My son's 20, my daughter's 18, my son seven my daughter's youngest daughter's 17. My kids were I was it was that's that was certainly um the pinnacle. Winning the Super Bowl is right, you know, it's it's there as well. Yeah representing my hometown, representing the state of North Carolina is also right up there. I mean, those are small town board at Port Tobacco now impacting um, the state, the community in so many ways. Say that again, man. Say that again. Small town kid pulling tobacco to should be getting that call at some point soon. I mean, that's a proud moment, but you just, you just shot it. Give give me something. Give me more of that. I mean, and that's a Carolina thing. Is 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 obviously the tobacco deal. Get give me a little bit more on that, man. Like I I I need people to understand that greatness isn't a, in a video game. Right. Correct. Greatness isn't. I woke up. I saw it on the video game. I saw it on YouTube, TikTok. I'm going to school today. I'm gonna be great. Cause some strange reason, these young boys think that success is in their imagination and it's not with the action of what's in their imagination anymore. I can recall my imagination taking me to different places, but it was from a humble beginning. Correct. Pulling tobacco. I mean, or like you're saying proud moment from that to where you are, what's going through Tory Holt's mind while he's pulling tobacco. (laughs) That I'm getting out of this town. I'm getting out of this thing. I'm getting. I'm. I'm going for my dreams. This is just my way to that. And pulling tobacco toughened my fabric, yo. Um, it humbled me because I was working for someone else and providing goods for their people, only to make five dollars an hour. But I was getting strong hands. I was getting strong forearms. I was developing a work ethic. I was developing a drive. I was seeing, I was developing a passion. I was visualizing my goals and my dreams beyond the tobacco field, which I knew would propel me to what it was that I wanted to get to. I just had to go through it. Yeah. Having the worth all and the mindset at a young age to endure that kind of pain, to endure some of that, to, to have the humility to go and pull someone else's tobacco um it's what i'm most proud of man and for me to get a pair of clicks i had to go pull tobacco for me to have some school clothes i had to during the school year 
I had to play football on Friday nights and get up the next morning. My cousin Wayman and I and went and, and, and started the store up at Wendy's at the truck stop off of the, off of, off of the highway, off of 85. This is after a football game that I probably played the entire game, me and my, my cousin and I. But I got to get up at 5 o'clock to be, be ready to open the store up at 6 because we got customers coming in. And he yeah. and I are opening the store and getting the store operate, operating and running while everybody else make their way in. Yeah. It was those kind of moments, man, that's gotten me um, to where I am now and what makes me humble, have a, have a level of humility, uh, empathy for people and things around me and, and, and respect for what I do have and what others have and what others are doing. Is that your legacy? What's, what's Tory Holt's legacy? What, what you want that today they bury in you and, and cats is going to come talk about you. What what will have you smiling to hear them say <laughs> that that he was that he was consistent, um, that he was passionate, um, that he was uh, versatile in a lot of things. It wasn't just sports. He was versatile in a lot of things, um, cared about his friends, cared about his family and and and, and love athletics, love athletics, all kinds of athletics. Football, basketball, golf, soccer, hockey, whatever the case may be. That's um, and then lastly, obviously, what I've been able to create, my brother and I have been able to create off of the football field, going from the playing fields and having success, great deal of success, potential Hall of Fame success. You're gonna get it. To um, transitioning off the football field and and running um, a business, yeah, um, a business that's had had success over over 10 years that's um and then my my wife and my kids man that's that's my legacy lavar dope dope yes sir you got anything else to add yeah yeah if you, if you want to learn more about hope brothers foundation go to hope breath go to hopebrothersfoundation.org if you want to learn more about hope brothers foundation we support young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer go to hopebrothersfoundation.org we are welcoming donations and uh we're doing positive things with our young youth uh, love it give me give me the radio show give me give us the info on the radio show we'll put the link up and everything okay cool you can catch me you can catch me on you can catch myself and kirk morrison every wednesday on sirius xm nfl radio channel 88 7 to 8 p.m eastern standard time 4 to 5 p.m pacific standard time talking all things how all things rams it's called rams house man Story Holt, y'all. Big play, if you ain't know. Come on, LeVar. I, I just, just got to make sure that y'all understand when I tell y'all the things that I'm telling y'all. When I bring y'all the legends, you need to listen. This one right here, this one, this this guy right here is a guy. <laughs> Tory Holt's a guy. Always has been a guy. Without. And always has been somebody that I, I've had so much admiration and respect for man so make sure y'all check him out on his radio show on wednesday make sure you check out the hope hope brothers uh foundation make sure you check it all out we'll make sure we post the uh the links up and and put it out there this has been another exciting exciting uh episode of up on game presents conversations with a legend that's tory holt I'm LeVar Arrington. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you tell a friend about it. Check for it on Up On Game Presents, on iHeartMedia feeds, all the things like that. You know, Fox Sports Radio. Check us out. All right. We'll be back next week. 